0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to Cloud Wars Live. This is the podcast where we are exploring the incredible ramifications of the digital revolution and what's going on these days. And here, as we approach the holiday time of year, we thought it might be a good idea to have one of our very favorite guests, our monthly digital all-star, Bonnie Tinder, come on and give us a little bit of a long-term view on some big trends that have taken place this year and looking forward into next year. Bonnie, welcome. It's great to see you.
1: Great to see you, Bob, and um, happy holidays. We're in right in the the middle of it. So um, hope you're having a, a great holiday season.
0: Well, yeah, man, you, know, it, it, you know, in spite of my kickboxing injuries and other things, Bonnie, you know, I'm fighting through it. It's going to be great. And uh, yeah, it's a wonderful, wonderful time of year. And Bonnie, you've always got good ideas to share with this, right? And I think, uh, just want to be sure to mention that the perspective, Bonnie, that you're able to bring from being the founder and CEO of Raven Intelligence, you get to look at so many of the deals and projects and deployments taking place among customers, what they did right, what they didn't like so much, and sort of the peer-to-peer review angle there. So it's very helpful. You're one of the things that we have to be thankful for, I would say.
1: Well, thank you. Well, thank you. And customers, um, we can all be thankful for them because um, they are the ones who uh, make the world go round, uh, essentially. And as you mentioned, um, the perspective that I bring really is based 100% on the conversations that uh, we have with customers about the relationships with both the software vendors, as well as the consulting parties that help them uh, implement the software itself. So, um, but thank you. Uh, thank, uh, thankful for uh, really for this this entire community.
0: Yeah, it, it's, it's pretty slick. So Bonnie, why don't I hand it over to you? Um, you've got some thoughts here about year-end reviews and how to make sure those aren't just somewhere we can sort of go through the checkbox and say, you know, did you do what you were supposed to do, but rather how do you Leverage that ahead into you know ensuring that these things run even better in the future.
1: Yeah, and I think year end really provides an opportunity for anybody working with software customers to solidify the relationships and to plan for 2024 together. Um, you know, at the end of the day, to create a satisfied customer and to get renewals. I mean, that's that's that that's really the outcome of. Um, you know, making sure a client is satisfied is ensuring that they will continue to have services uh, with your company in 2024. And year-end reviews happen um, really in almost every software uh, ecosystem that we look at. So whether it's SAP, Oracle, Workday, uh, UKG, et cetera, every one of these vendors or every one of the consulting parties are having um year-end reviews with the client that pretty much are a look back uh, to say, here's what we accomplished this year. And it really is a great opportunity to make sure that you address, I mean, it's, it's one of the one times of the year that you can address things in, in a very succinct and uh, effective way. And so um, I, I actually have a couple of tips. Um, I've watched several of these meetings just recently, uh-huh. some of them um, masterfully uh, executed and and some really could use some help. So I, I thought I would would share a couple of the observations that I have, if, if that's good with you.
0: That, Bonnie, that sounds great. And the other thing I wonder, uh, you know, throughout the conversation here, if you can, what are some of the broad trends you're seeing you know, collectively across the folks you talk to, if a year-end review is the customer saying, you know, I need more of this from you and maybe less of that. So if you've got a chance to weave in a couple of thoughts on that, Bonnie, that'd be great.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. Um, You know, I think first and foremost, um, you know, and this this is true of, of any meeting that you're having, is you really need to demonstrate that you know your customer. So how well can you personalize um, your conversation to include personal information about them, things that you um, maybe are able to find uh, on LinkedIn? What is it that they care about? Not just necessarily that you're gonna know in your conversations, but there's so many ways to research um, people from a professional perspective on, on LinkedIn or in publications and things like that. So do your homework ahead of time, Bring things to the table that they didn't necessarily tell you about that you can show that, hey, I care about you because I want to do more. Uh, you know, I, I've i come to the table with more than just what you've told me. Um, I think that that's a, a really big thing. People love to hear their name. I mean, that's like sort of table stakes, but it's a basic thing that when, it's the, the me- money, meant more times that you can bring in their name and their company's name into the conversation Those are like social cues that people really pick up on and then are going to listen more intently with the other things that you're saying. Um, So, you know, some basics there. You know, asking questions like, what were you most proud of accomplishing in 2023? What are your goals personally in 2024? If you don't know what those are, um, you know, you're sort of just making small talk. So while you can ask them personal questions and things like that, get a level deeper to say, what do you personally want out of 2024 from a career perspective? Because knowing those things will help you to really um, provide a better value once once right. they advance.
0: Right. Hey, Bunny, you know, um, uh, there was a, a while back, um, I, I worked closely with an advisory board. So they were sort of the readers, audiences. And uh, when we had these annual meetings, something like this, one of the things that I said, and I think it goes directly to what you're saying there, you know, make it personal, make it relevant, make it meaningful, As you'd say, if we have time for you to tell us about all the great things we did, that's fine. But what we really want to get at is what, where did we fall short? What, you know, what do you need more of from us? Um, how do we try to address, you know, new emerging needs from you? So, yeah, and, and Bonnie, anything, I think I'd echo what you said, anything that people can do to get these conversations away from seeming to the customer and be, okay, this person has been told he or she must go through this, you know, da-da-da, check, da-da-da, check. But to make this seem genuine, eager, and uh, something that uh, both parties can generate great value from.
1: Yeah. And boy, have I seen the check the box meetings? <laughs> um, and again, doing so furthers away an opportunity to really yeah. build a deeper relationship with the client. And I'd add to what you said, Bob, about asking for the feedback and suggestions. Um, you know, this idea of radical transparency is, is actually not a bad thing. So, you know, what is it that we are doing really well, but what do we need to change? And then stop and pause and let them answer as opposed to what else do we need to do? Like, like yeah, wait for that silence and wait for them to think about what is it that they need to change. And they might say nothing. This is amazing. Yeah. Um but you might hear something in that that you can really take back and make sure that you you augment. Um, so that's that's a big deal. We do that with our clients actually every single quarter. That's the question that we ask. What is it we're doing well? And what is it that's not yeah. providing value? Because we're not going to focus on those things or we're going to change them. Right. Uh, and then, you know, if you're talking about a product perspective um, in this feedback area, this is a great place to ask the question, what is it the features of the product that you cannot live without? Mm-hmm. And this is where you're going to hear like, again, the value conversation. What are the real drivers of value in the relationship? And you want to sort of clue into those type of things. Um, you know, it's hard to ask an open-ended, well, what is it that you like about the product? Because that's that's a little bit too broad. But if you can get it to the point of what is it that you cannot live without about yeah. product that we're serving? And if they can't come up with anything, that's also a problem. Um, but you're going to get, like, what are their specific hot buttons? Yeah. And, so I think asking those sort of pointed questions is a big deal. You know, I think the other thing in, in this season of, of Thanksgiving and 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 the other holidays that are, are coming in December, you know, it is also a chance to verbally express gratitude and appreciation. And saying thank you um, verbally. I mean, we say it in email all the time, and you know, sometimes it, it it gets a little bit diluted when it's not said verbally. But if yeah. you can say thank you and, and offer up legit appreciation, um, not flattery, but you know, thank you for being our client this year. Thank you for referring you know X Y Z to our business. Thank you for leaving a review um, about our relationship. Uh, thank you for renewing your contract. So not just thank you for being a customer, but thank you for doing this specifically because that then is a is a, a signal to the client to hey I want to do this again. You yep. want to make them want to do all of the things that that really are yep. valuable to you and your company, and you do so if you can call them out verbally and and in print too. But but it, we're talking about a year end meeting, and this is a great opportunity to do that. Right. Um, you know I think. Other um, aspects is, is, you know, we talked a little bit about okay, offer the value and solutions, and you know, what is it that your business drivers and goals are for for 2024. Um, but this is a good opportunity to talk about what's new with your business. Um, are there additional services the client is not using today that they could benefit from in the future? Um, not that you're necessarily selling and looking to close it. I mean, that would be great um, if the client is ready to do that but positioning it now proactively so that in 2024 you're setting yourself up to meet future needs and increase your your overall um you know portfolio with that that account is a is a big deal and so talking about what's next so what is the future what can your company potentially do for them in 2024 so they can be thinking ahead to those things before you know the next big um release comes out or the next big conference, you know, you can cue and prime the pump before the actual, um, you know, release comes or a demonstration, things like that.
0: Bonnie, um, I think that's uh, more important today than it's ever been because it's just the pace at which everything's moving. Uh, I, you know, I'm old enough to remember there was a time in the past when you Mid November, and you could say, Oh boy, now things are going to slow down for the next six weeks. And there was this lull, and one year would end, and then in January, things would sort of gear up slowly. It's just not that way anymore. So we we don't have this, you know, get to the end of your stop next year. Okay, now where was I? What do I need? So I think people really need, you know, those insights into what's going on. And it gives them, particularly Bonnie, the way you described it, a sense of sort of co-creation. We are truly in this together. And the more the more closely we can work, the better off it's going to be for each of us.
1: Without a doubt. Without a doubt. And what I would say is that, you know, in wrapping up the meeting, you want to end on a positive note, which is summarizing the main points of the conversation. Um, you know, what are the next steps? But Bob, to your point, the one danger of a year-end meeting and doing it before you, the the holidays is that all of a sudden everybody goes on vacation. Nobody's back in the office till the second week of January, and then you lose all the momentum that you started in this uh-huh. great meeting that you had. And so, the closure of a meeting like this, ending it on an, a, a positive note that leaves people with an emotion that is positive, really key. But almost more importantly, is, is how do you follow up on that meeting to make sure that everything that you heard is documented and mm-hmm. actioned so that, you know, come the end of January, you're not like, what did we do again? Or like, I forget what we talked about, <laughs> what are your goals? <laughs> and so so really important is like when you have the meeting, make sure that that same day you are documenting what happened and making sure that in the calendar, you're putting the next step so things don't get forgotten because i mean it happens all the time the other tool and this is like a, a, a how should i say a, a life hack that i've just started doing that's been super helpful is is many of the uh video conferencing tools now have ai summary so like bob you and i are on zoom right now um they have a, a part of the standard package an ai summary a lot of people use gong or other you know ai transcription tools. They are so helpful because mm-hmm. without you thinking and taking a million notes, it'll automatically summarize the conversation. And so if you're an account executive and you have that in your arsenal, um, you know, you can look back at what the robot said that the call yeah. happened and then put that back into you know Bonnie's speaker or your own language, get it into your CRM and also follow up in writing with the client. That's a really, it's a really big deal because I think forgetting about the conversation until, you know, February, when everybody's back in the office, um, you just missed, you know, first quarter practically without yeah. doing something there. So don't let the fact everybody's on vacation, um, help, you know, make you lose momentum and, you know, plan as much as you can so that you can hit the ground running when you're back in the office in January.
0: Yeah, Bonnie, it's a great list. Uh, and, I think on the flip side, maybe some things to avoid. You just mentioned one of them. Um, how do you feel about this? If I'd come in and say to the customer, "Hey, I have a chance to earn more commission next year if you'll resign with me early." Is that how do you think that'll go over, Bonnie? Right? You know, some telling the customer if you give me more money, I'll do better.
1: Mm. Um. That's pretty direct. <laughs> Oh, uh, you'd have to have a special relationship for that one to, <laughs> to work. Yeah.
0: So um, right, maybe. something to avoid then, maybe. Okay.
1: Yes, 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 for sure. For sure. And you know, um, I think that when you hear that those those areas of value. You're going to be listening in for, okay, when is my commission, you know, like, are these like commissionable, you know, uh, value props that the the client is saying to me uh, and planning ahead, but um, you probably don't need to use the word commission anywhere in the conversation.
0: (laughs) Hey, customer, this is all about you, but let me tell you what it means to me. So
1: that's right. Um,
0: Bonnie, I like this other, you know, things to Bonnie's list of things to avoid. I, I love this term that you used here, bad appointment hygiene. That, um, that That really grabbed my attention because the first thing is, oh, no, you know, like, do I have bad breath? Do I have bad appointment hygiene?
1: Bad appointment hygiene is almost worse than bad breath. I mean, honestly, <laughs> I've seen so many examples of this this last week. This one was really one that was. Um, was one of my pet peeves this week, um, where the client had a need. The client and I observed this interaction between not one but multiple consulting partners, where we had we had a client who said, "Here's my project. I'm looking at a selection. We pull in a couple of candidates that line up directly, and it was a week before somebody followed up with them." and got an appointment on the calendar. And this is like, I mean, this is a client, like with their hair on fire, I have a project here. Um, And I think it happens more often than not. Out of the office, if you have, you know, that in there, yeah, I I guess that that's okay. Um, On the other hand, it, you know, when you let a week go on and the client has actually come to you for an appointment, um, you know, that, that's, not acceptable um so i you know basics on getting that appointment scheduled making sure that the client has a clear idea of context what what are you covering and what's the time um that is set and not really going over that either um i mean sometimes that's a little bit inevitable but um you know if you can keep to exact timing Again, these are basic one-on-one things, but they really bug a client when you don't do them right. You can do all of the big strategic things well, but then you screw up, you know, and you're, you're late to appointments or the part appointments go over time or they're difficult to schedule. And, you know, no amount of great goodwill that you've done on the product is going to make up for that, those points. And and I hear about all of this all of the time in the reviews, it's like, well, the product was great, but the, you know, we didn't feel like our team was responsive and things like that. Again, it's 101 type of follow-up. Mm-hmm. Even if you don't have an immediate, um, you know, answer to something, or you don't immediately know your schedule, at least if you're going to w- wait a week to get it scheduled, email back and say, hey, you know, I'm not sure what my calendar is. I want to yeah. know, you know, I got your appointment, you're important to me, but you would be surprised at how much that does not happen.
0: Yikes. Yeah. Uh, well, Bonnie, yeah. Um, I I think that you've given everybody lots to think about here in these year end meetings, Bonnie, can I just want to follow up with this? Do you in some way in your own head, your own practice with this, do you tie in your own sort of self-evaluation along the way with this?
1: I, without a doubt, without a doubt. And, um, You know, it's, it's one of those things that, you know, I look at this, I know we are going through our year end uh, meetings with our clients. We're, we're doing this in a very systematic way. Um, You know, one of the ideas that, that we have um, as a team internally at Raven is to have our clients rate us after every single meeting, what did you do well, what would you like to change? And again, this idea of, of radical transparency, that that self-reflection, you know, it's all it's great if we can tell other people and you know watch, you know, what customers are saying. But we need at the end of the day, we need to look in the mirror and make sure we're doing all of these things. And um, I think just in general, you know, people who are successful are operating this way, but if you can just sort of check the box, hey, yeah, my meeting went great because I did all those things. Chances are like you're doing all of these things anyway. So, you know, reflecting um yeah, from a personal perspective on this. I mean, again, I I, I do this based on one of the, the meetings that I've attended as well.
0: Well, Bunny, again, thank you for the both the do's and the don'ts that you've you've shared with everybody. I think they all make a great deal of sense. And, you know, Bunny, taking a page a little bit out of your notes here today, may I say to you, thank you. For all the great insights throughout 2023, you you provide always some uh, lots and lots of things for people to think about practical advice and also some sense of, um, you know, this is a fast changing world and whatever got us here won't necessarily get us there. So you got to listen. As you said, it's what the customers are thinking and, you know, let that play out. It's what Raven Intelligence is all about.
1: Well, thank you, Bob. That, that means a lot to me. Appreciate it.
0: So Bonnie, happy holidays to you. I hope for you and your family, it is a magnificent, wonderful time.
1: You too, you too. Have a great one.
0: Thank you. And folks, thanks to all of you for being with us. You're the most important here because without you, you know, I'm just talking into the wind. So thanks to all of you. Happy holidays to everyone. Thanks for being with us throughout the year. And we promise to do our best in 2024 to make it even more interesting and fun for you. We'll see you next time.